Hey guys, welcome back to Intentional Queen Podcast with your host Janine, where women come to be empowered and intentional in everything they do to overcome obstacles and level up their IQ to a better you. We are definitely at the Intentional Queen Podcast healing. We have been peeling back layers. We are just out there doing it. I'm so excited as you can hear in my voice. There were so many good reviews that we received on the Speak Yes series, which is Speak Yes to Your Yes, which is your elevated self with Vanilla Swain. If you're just joining, this is part two of the series. So make sure you go back and check out part one. But I'll give you guys a quick recap on some of the notes that I took that I think you definitely need to take heed to and put them into your little notebook or whatever you're using to keep things straight. One of those things is being bruised and not broken. Dealing with generational curses or issues because I had a queen ask that question and we did get it answered by Vania Swain. We also talked about practice makes permanent and she is the delabeler so therefore she's talking about take labels off yourself and just be yourself. She talked about the cheers um, exercise that she did with her counselor. I talked a little bit about doing the letter exercises which is a place of healing of getting those thoughts out talking to that little girl so that little girl can be healed up and you can become a whole woman okay. That is what we trying to do out here. So if you're back for part two, it's so much more, but we ended with a question that I asked Vania in reference to what do you do for people pleasing and superwoman syndrome and how can you just do better? That's what I've been wanting to talk about. So stay tuned to the end, but make sure that you guys subscribe, follow, and uh, leave a review because if you guys rate and review the podcast, it makes the reach go so much further. So many people ask me, how do you do it? Most places, um, it's hard to find it, but it's easier to go to Apple Podcasts and you can go ahead and click whatever stars you feel or shout me out on Instagram at, at Intentional Queen Journey or another place to go is the website www.intentionalqueenjourney.com. Once again, the best places to go is to slide over to my Instagram at intentionalqueenjourney and you can go ahead and just tag me in something. Why don't you just take a snapshot of you listening to the podcast and then just tag me in it because you know what? That's great. I love seeing that you guys are listening or go over to the website at www.intentionalqueenjourney and just check us out. Make sure you share and subscribe with your friends, but let's go ahead and get ready to jump into this episode because I know you guys have been waiting for it. So it is here for you. How would you talk to that person or to me uh, about <laughs> overcoming, you know, that superwoman syndrome, that people pleasing situation? What would you say to her? Yeah. Oh, my. Um, so in my book, I talk about the labels. Right. Mm-hmm. But then I have a chapter in there that I honestly squeezed in there as a warning. And that chapter is called The Mask. Okay. So, because we can take off, we can go back and do our work and we can take off those labels that were placed on us or we placed on ourselves and we can free ourselves from some things. But if we do not recognize that the way we're operating, the way we're thinking and the way we're talking, if we don't change that as well, we will grab a mask like a pair of jeans and a cute shirt and then grab your mask to match okay real quick real quick and just wear that around because it's our comfort zone also it's um a way to protect ourselves so when you're talking about people pleasing you're talking to your sister girl because i am a fellow 
<laughs> I am a former people pleaser. I mean, I, I picked up that mask, I can say, when I was maybe about eight years old. And I tell the story in my book about, you know, how, you know, I was bullied around that age when I noticed I was really being bullied um, by my brother. And, you know, he, and, and one, oh, he did so many different things, <laughs> but I understood, you know, where that um, aggression came from because we live in a very abusive home. So, you know, when he would either gather my other siblings and, you know, they would, one time they were on one side of the table and, you know, the first physical altercation that we had, he didn't physically punch me in my nose, but he grabbed my sister's hand and punched me in my nose. And I explained, like, you know, doing that with the blood, you know, came my dignity. I got up from that tape, that, that spot, you know, left my little girl there wounded and bruised. But I got up and just, you know, aged, right? But I also picked up a mask of people-pleasing because I'm just like, if I do everything he wants me to do, then maybe he'll like me. Maybe he'll love me. Maybe he'll accept me. Maybe I'll finally belong. You know, so we'll pick up different masks, a happiness mask, because being sad makes this person feel uncomfortable. So now I have to act happy. We'll pick up a sad mask to maybe get attention. We'll pick up a um, workaholic mask or a superwoman mask. Okay, we'll pick up all kinds and we wear our cape proudly. But then people hold us to that expectation. And when you want to put the cape down, oh, no, 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 I need you to do it. And you, 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 yes, okay. And you don't even want to be saying yes and stuff. So it's like, so wear that mask, I mean, that cape, but that is in the form of a mask. So we have to go back again. And we did our work with the labels, but it's like, girl, throw those masks away. Throw that cape away. And that's, and that's when I talk about just being, just be. If you want to say yes, say yes. If you want to say no, say no. And you know, and I put an acronym there with B and that's become and evolve. Evolve to the person that you really want to be. Because we have to realize, you know, doing this work, a lot of times I will say for me, I didn't know who I was. I, and like you said, outside of being a nurse and a, oh my gosh, you just named 50 million jobs that she was doing. <laughs> <laughs> doing all those things, you know, for me, you know, being a daughter of a um, single mom and having to work at a very early age, missing, you know, maybe get togethers with my friends and even missing out on college, you know, I, I went, but I, I didn't do that well, so I dropped out and a full-time job so I could help feed my um, brothers and sisters, you know, taking leftovers from McDonald's, asking my manager if I can have a bag of salad and the leftover cheeseburgers, and he would let me have them and pack them up for me so my family could eat that night. Um, getting married and really just trying to keep my husband doing everything I can do to, to keep him think and I'm doing the most I didn't even have to do these things but when you wear a mask when you have on labels those things guide you those things lead you those that becomes your compass okay to, on your journey in life so when you're guided by that and you're not really showing people your authentic self you're really cheating not only yourself but you're cheating them you're cheating people from really getting to know who you really are, are in all your wonderful, beautiful royaltyness. That's the third word that we then made up on this podcast, but it's all right. It's all right. Like, right. right. Tablet that Brown said, it's our business. <laughs> that's our, so yeah, so that's that's what I would really like. Go back. Why are you wearing these masks? Because a lot of things that we do, we don't realize that they're a mask because they become part of us. 
is, is have you ever seen the mask and he tried to take that mask off? It, it almost become a part of who you are. You forget about who you are. You forget about your essence. You forget about that, that, that spark deep within. You forget about yourself and you gravitate to this mask because people like this mask. People accept me. I feel like I belong. You know, I'm popular with this mask. I'm okay with this mask, but really you're not. You stand out more when you become yourself. And guess what? I truly believe with my whole heart that people are really out there waiting for our authentic selves, our genuine self. Somebody is waiting to hear from Vania's voice. Someone is out there need to hear Janine's podcast. It's a blessing that you made this podcast. Oh my gosh, that you actually answered the call. Because somebody needs to hear it in your voice and how you say it. You know, so people are out there, and, and, and with me, I didn't never thought I had a voice. So I'm, girl, call me three years ago. Uh-uh, girl, I, podcast what? Girl, no, let me give you a number to somebody that can really do this. Not I said they can't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nah, -uh. okay? And I thought that about myself because I was, kids should be seen and not heard. You ever hear that? Those things stick with you. And I, I could be very literal, literal as a kid. Oh my God, I just wanted to be the perfect kid, not to get in trouble. I didn't want spankings because spankings hurt. Not in like pain. We talked about pain earlier. Okay. So, you know, you do different things and you grow. And if you really think about it in life, you really think back on your life and think about the different areas that you got stuck at. Once you go back and really go back into those different areas and heal those different areas, that's another part of becoming whole and really tearing down and tearing up those masks. I don't need this anymore. You know what I mean? Coming together with yourself. And that's honestly what the book is about. That's why I said it's a past, present, and future approach. Because you have to go on a past and heal up some things. You have to reckon with yourself right now. And you have to tell yourself, in your future, I'm on my way. You have to say yes to your yes, I'm on my way. So it's a holistic approach when you're talking about um, mask. When you talk about depression, that's a, a whole nother beast, but I, I think we become depressed when we feel like we're not seen, heard, or valued. When we're not seen, heard, or valued, now we even put accepted, because belonging is a huge thing not only in our culture, in our community, in the world. Everybody wants to belong somewhere, right? You know, and we'll do anything to fulfill that need. Notice I said need, because it is a need. And we'll gravitate toward those masks. We'll be all things for everybody to simply feel what we need, to, we want to feel, you know? But when we start putting those boundaries up, oh, boundaries is such a beautiful word, isn't it? When we start putting those boundaries up and we start saying no, we're saying yes to ourselves. We're loving on ourselves and we're taking care of ourselves. We start saying yes. That's why I love that phrase, yes to my yes. And I'm like, I hope nobody gets tired of it. If, if, if so, oh well, because that is my thing. I say yes to yes all day long because I'm constantly saying yes to myself. I'm constantly saying yes to Veneer at 50 years old. You know, I, I, you said you wrote a letter. I wrote a letter to my 50-year-old self. And I, the first word, first sentence was like, girl, you did that. <laughs> this, when the 50-year-old veneer, you know, opens up that letter, the 41-year-old veneer is telling her, girl, you have accomplished some things that you wanted to accomplish. You have overcome some obstacles because we can't get rid of obstacles and problems and stuff. You can forget that. 
we just go a problem. We want to uh, just choose the best problems, good problems. Because even I told you I was going to school, but that, that presents a problem. I'm going to be, you know, probably away from my kids a little bit more than I want to. But then it's a good problem. You know what I mean? Because I'll be achieving a goal that I set up for myself. So I'm just saying all of that to say, you know, when we take care of ourselves, more than likely, unless it's like clinical depression or something like that, that's just totally different. I'm just talking about like a deep sadness within ourselves. We can overcome that. And we can overcome that by going back to ourselves. I was talking to a really dear friend of mine and she said she was writing a book and we're all excited. Like, oh my God, it's so awesome. And she said to me, she said, man, I'm writing this book to point people back to God. And I'm just like, wow, it's not a surprise to me because this is a woman of God, I mean, a, a woman of faith, a beautiful woman. But that phrase stuck with me, Janine. And I went to bed that night and I was like, she's pointing people back to God. That is such a beautiful thing. And so I asked myself, well, who are you pointing your, your readers back to? I didn't get an answer. So I went to bed that night and I woke up the next morning and I put my slippers on, I sat at the end of the bed. And just before I got up, Something said to me, you're pointing women back to themselves. And I was like, yes, that's what I needed to hear. I needed to know that there was a purpose in what I was doing. I needed to know that there was a purpose to when somebody pick up, pick up this book, that they will end it with knowing themselves and, and being okay with themselves mm -hmm. and, and, and knowing that, you know what? I'm all right. My identity and whoever I want to be is is okay nobody has to dictate dictate to me because it's okay when you tell yourself it's okay to be me to be the beautiful queen that god made me to be it's okay so that's how i think we can start really just simplifying some things not to be all deep spooky and wondrous simplify some things and tell yourself it's okay it's okay to throw away this mask it's okay to peel off this label even if there's some residue left on it's okay. It's okay to overcome some generational issues and say no and put up boundaries even with family. Put up boundaries even with yourself. Okay? It's okay to do all the things to become whole and healed within yourself. So when you get to your yes and your yes opens that letter or you get to that yes, you can be proud of the person that you are. Wow, you did that. I, I'm, I'm sitting here <laughs> giving you two snaps of like, yes, boundaries. I've been big on boundaries. And oh, actually, um, yes, somebody reached out to me because I had sent like a questionnaire out to some of my listeners to kind of see what they wanted to hear. And it was like, Janine, we need to hear more on your talk about boundaries yes. and build gates and not walls. I used to build walls where I would shut people in and out, right? You're not letting in good or bad and not creating yep. gates where you can let in. And so definitely you speaking on this, just uh, definitely co-sign that boundaries are key period for yourself mm -hmm. and with others. And one thing you did say is about sometimes it's your family too. And uh, I think sometimes people get stuck there because, you know, you want to always be there for your family, but sometimes that might be part of the issue too. So you got to always okay. evaluate everything, you know? Yeah. Um, another thing when you were just talking about the vulnerability and mass, um, my first two episodes, one was about meekness in a storm. So that was me talking about, like you said, unlabeling myself. 
but the vulnerability and unmasking episode was about being vulnerable and being okay with me and taking the mask off and letting people know who I am outside of all those other things that I was. Mm -hmm. And those are my top two episodes because people's like, wow, we get to know you. It's kind of like you said, it's okay. And so those were like, it's, it's my okay two big highlights. And I talked about um, throughout a few of the episodes, like I said, about boundaries, but also seeking peace and wholeness through different things. So, I mean, everything you said has kind of resonated through the episodes we've had so far. And you really have give us, I'm telling you, I got the book. So, I mean, and forgiveness was one thing you didn't even dig into, but that's a whole nother. Oh my goodness, girl. (laughs) That's a whole nother thing. Like I said, that was one of my, Um, I can be candid, you know, you know, that was one of my struggle points because Mm -hmm. all the things that you said about having the labels and being there for people and, you know, you're doing all this stuff, like you said, sometimes that you didn't even want to do. And then you kind of form a little bit of resentment and bitterness. And then Mm -hmm. that's when you got to get to that forgiveness place. And I tell people, you have to be um, remorseful, not regretful. You need to be better, not bitter. And, you know, in the Bible talks about Lot's wife, keep looking back. Cause I did hear you say about you glance back at that old self and you keep moving forward. And that's Mm kind of the same um, parable that I think about with Lot's wife. When um, a more seasoned lady told me that during my divorce, she was like, you got to look forward and glance Mm -hmm. back. If you keep looking back, you're going to get salty like Lot's wife. She turned into a pillar of salt. So I say that a lot on the podcast because I think sometimes people get stuck looking back instead of going forward. Yeah, definitely. But if you're going to look back, at least learn something when you look back. Don't be just turning yourself around for no reason. And everything we do, we should have a reason for what we do, right? So it's like when you look back, at least learn something from it. I tell people, and I think that's what remorse versus regretfulness. I read a book by um, T.D. Jake's uh, son-in-law, Sarah Jake's husband. I'm losing his name right now, but he has a book called Wholeness. And I read that book and I also read The Crushing. And those were like my staple groundbreaking things that kind of helped me evolve myself. Yes. And he really talked about the the regretfulness versus remorse and remorse. The difference is you've learned what you need to learn and mm-hmm. now you're moving forward. You can glance back, but don't don't be stuck there. Yes. And you know, evolve into your next self. Mm-hmm. And also understanding your past wounds and dealing with them. Um, sometimes you don't even think you got past wounds until, you know, you really dig within and you're like, you know what, there's some things I need to work on. And yes. then I think it sets you up for success for later. Like you said, writing that letter to yourself in your next um, series of years. And, you know, I think now that's a good idea that I might have to write a, write a letter to myself for my next milestone, just to kind of say, look, girl, look where you're at. It's, it's coming long ways. And as you said, we were raised and not just saying particularly with our just family, but as a black culture, you're raised to be quiet and don't talk about what happened in the house. Don't be d- talking about this. And we don't do no mental health. Like, you know, you're going to be all right. You just read the Bible. It's going to be fine. You know, you Listen, pray about it. Girl, and- <laughs> girl, you about to be on another hour because girl. <laughs> Think that. Uh, seeking help is okay. I know people yes. in my personal circle who didn't believe seeking help was okay, but mm-hmm. I knew where it stemmed from. It it just didn't sound like the norm. So they like, I don't know what you're talking about. We're not doing that. I'm not, I'm not doing no counselor. I'm not going to be reading these books and I'm not, and I'm just like, you know, you got to acknowledge the problem, but what are we going to do about the problem? You know, it's still living oh, there. Good. So, you know, mm-hmm. just cause you sweeping it under rug, like I still see the elephant in the room. We going to have to do with it. Um, or things are going to get bigger, like an avalanche. Um, another thing that I used to struggle with, 
offenses, meaning like something would happen and I would just like, oh, I'll just put it away and it would become more like an avalanche. And then when I get so overstressed from the superwoman syndrome, whoever is at the, whoever's at the finish line, when I'm upset now, because now I'm super <laughs> stressed, they would catch mm-hmm. everything, which yeah. it wouldn't even be all about them. Like you said, you'll get super worked. You might take it out either on the kids or you taking it out on other people because you're overworked and overstressed but also saying it's okay it's okay like I didn't really tell myself it was okay it was kind of like it's not okay (laughs) Mm -mm, it's okay it's okay right and so I think some queens need to hear that it's okay and I'm glad you took that little pause to tell them it's okay yeah let people kind of sit in that even with um feeling your feelings um, I had a client where she wouldn't really feel her feelings. It was just like, all right, nope, that happened. Let's move on. And it's just like, it is, that's going to come up somewhere else. Just like you're saying, you're sweeping stuff under the rug. Now you're expecting me to step over this big lump, <laughs> this, you know, under this rug instead of like sweeping it out the door, excuse me, or, you know, getting rid of it or cleaning things up and out. Uh, feeling your feelings. I, I also want to give women permission to feel those feelings in real time, in real time, not suppressing them, not saying, oh, it's okay. It's, you know, everything is all right, because that's passive aggressiveness. And passive aggressiveness is just not cute. <laughs> it's, it's just not cute. It's just saying that, you know, really inside, I'm feeling some type of way, but I'm going to say that I'm, I'm all right just builds up a whole nother slew of things. Like you said, when you get to that finish line, you're taking those things out on someone else, you know? Um, so I always tell my clients, like, listen, you have permission to feel your feelings in real time, to process those feelings in real time, you know, to deal with those feelings in real time. You don't, in real time, you don't have to just um, keep it moving, you know, as they say, you know, suck it up, as they say, you know, that's that's just unrealistic and it's not fair because to me feeling your feelings in real time and being vulnerable oh like you said it's a scary thing but it's a form of self-care it's a form of self-care and self-love toward yourself well self (laughs) you know when you take that time out to feel your feelings and Um, explore what's really going on here. Why am I even feeling like this? Why am I offended? You know, what's going, like, why am I even upset? And also put words to, like, um, if you say you're angry, you know, maybe you're really not angry. Maybe you're just feeling betrayed. Why am I feeling betrayed? Well, I don't really don't like when people go behind my back and, you know, talk amongst one another. I would prefer them to come to you know, me to do that. But then you'll be able to articulate those things and explain those things to the person that's doing it instead of just lashing out. Sit in it. I tell my friends all the time recently between last year and this year, I told them, give me permission. I'm asking you for permission to be myself and feel what I feel in real time. And they're just like, you know what? You know, sometimes people are not introduced with certain things. That's a good way to think about it. That's yeah, absolutely. Give me permission to change my mind even. I'm exploring still. I don't know. I need people to say that with me. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Because that superwoman syndrome will say, I'm coming to the rescue. I got it. Yes. I'm on my way, you know. And, re- and the reality is, I'm tired. I'm sorry. And guess what? You can be tired and say no with no explanation, with no explanation, with no 
um, guilt, with no shame, with no trying to make it up on the back end, which wound up being empty promises, which you're indebted now to someone because you know, let's all slow down. Last year, I believe God gave me those two words. I was supposed, supposed to speak at a school function. And of course, COVID was like, but no, those two words came to me. And I was going to talk about that. I'm like, I'm talking to middle school kids, but I'm going to talk, slow down. What? They on technology. They doing this. They but those two words, I thought that was for them. Janine, that was for me. That word was for me. So even in the midst of a chaotic year, oh my God, devastating year, I believe God was telling me, Vanilla, you need to slow down. See what I'm trying to do with you. See what I'm see what I'm see what I'm trying to show you. You know what I mean? And if we give ourselves permission to slow down and not to be at everybody's rescue, oh my goodness, that's a part of the healing process as well. That's a part of self-care and self-love as well. So within these last two years, honestly, like I've really have become unrecognizable to myself. <laughs> Girl, I have really become unrecognizable to the point where I'm just like, man, you, you all right with me? I like you. You know, and I'm telling myself I love you more. And I'm looking at myself like, you go, girl, you know, more. And, and you know, I have my theme song, Alicia Keys, this girl's on fire. fire. You know? <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> oh, it's a classic. But um, but yeah, giving yourself permission, not waiting for permission from some other people. Just switch up that language, you know, be your give yourself permission. Say it for yourself first. Love yourself first, and you will show other people how to love you. So that's that's how I look at life now like it's all about and it's not selfishness it's fishing for yourself i talk about that in a book going fishing for yourself my father-in-law loved fishing and he took us fishing one time and um you know when you fish i don't know what i was doing you know you just throw the line out there and um sometimes you come back with the the seaweed <laughs> sometimes you like come out with a sock depending on where you go <laughs> god knows what you could come out with <laughs> But I thought about that while I was writing the book. And it's so um, tranquil and peaceful when you fish, just he listening to the water and um, ripple and the wind, the breeze, you know, pass by your face. And when I launch my line out into my life, I want to pull back some self-love. I want to pull back some self-respect. I want to throw my line out and pull back some self-regulation get myself together. You know what I mean? I want to pour back some self-esteem, high self-esteem. That's what I mean by um, going fishing for yourself. So we're, when I talk about changing words around, you're selfish. Okay, I'm good with that because to me that means I'm fishing for myself this time. I'm putting myself first this time. I'm getting rid of those old beliefs where I have to put everything um, everybody else first and everything else and everybody else's agenda first and push everybody else to towards their goals and your girl was reaching her own goals this time mm -hmm. yeah wow uh is there anything else you want to tell the ladies you said a lot there but if you got four key points you want oh. us to take for your take-home message and then i'm gonna let you give your credentials and then we gonna sign it on out because you went on and did that but we might have to have you come back for something <laughs> else you did that <laughs> Let's see, four keys? Oh, gosh. Well, that fishing got to be top. I like that fishing thing. Yeah, fish for yourself. And that, that you know, just focus on yourself. That's, you know, one of my chapters. Focus on yourself. You know, and I know that's a um, tough one to swallow sometimes. 
Um, I understand and I recognize it, but it's so needed. Focus on yourself. Be okay with saying it's okay and saying, I don't know. You know, get, get over that, um, that superwoman syndrome. Throw away those masks. Uh, I don't know if that was four or not, but that, that's, that's two. <laughs> and uh, continue to say yes. Number three, continue to say yes to yes. Say yes to your elevated self. Your elevated self holds you accountable. You know, we look outward a lot. A lot. Let's look inward this time and say yes to yes. And the fourth one is really begin to be comfortable with living a delabeled life. You know, I walk you through, I walk the reader through 10 steps in a very unique way. And at the end of the book, you reach a, a chapter where it talks about the delabeled life. And the delabeled life is so beautiful because it's like putting on a new set of lenses. You know, I wear glasses, but if you take off those lens uh, glasses and maybe clean them up or even exchange them for another pair of lenses and put those on, you know, you can see differently. You'll be able to see women differently. You know, it's a new thing that I'm hearing that women are actually calling each other queens and embracing one another because you begin to change your language and see things differently. You don't see woe is me or the victim. You see a victor. I've been through some things, but I am not a victim. I am a victor. You know what I mean? So you begin to change your language and your stature. You begin to hear things and react and think about things in a whole different way when you live that delabeled life. So that would be four things that I would say, you know, women can take away from this um, talk today. Focus on yourself. Mm -hmm. Be okay with saying it's okay. Say yes to yes and live that delabeled life. Wow. So now that you didn't gave us your four key points, but I'm going to plug you in. You tell me about where we can find your book. Tell us about how we can find you on your social media. Give us all your, your um, social media follow-up so we can have the ladies follow you. Absolutely. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram under Vania Swain. And also you can purchase my book on heylittlegirlbook.com. Or it's available at Amazon and you just type in Hey Little Girl. Listen, I got the book. Um, I sold it on Amazon. It is there, ladies. And like she said, you can catch her at heylittlegirlbook.com. She's also on Instagram and Facebook. I was a little bit of a stalker, she'll tell you. I made sure <laughs> to catch up with her so I could get her on the show. And uh, we just love having you here. So we're going to just close it out. And we're going to say bye to you guys. And, you know, we're going to check you guys next episode. I hope you love it. All right, guys, that concludes the Speak Yes to Yes series with Vania Swain. We are thanking her so much for coming through and blessing us intentional queens with that good word and wisdom. She has a book, so make sure you go out to Amazon.com and check it out. Key information at my website at www.intentionalqueenjourney.com. You can follow up for show notes or just slide over to my Instagram if you want to get more information at Intentional Queen Journey. Once again, make sure you snapshot that you're listening to the podcast and tag me in it. So therefore, I can get your feedback and I can know that you ladies out there are definitely being blessed. I appreciate everybody. I thank you for listening to Intentional Queen Podcast. Make sure to rate, subscribe, and review as we said. And I'll see you guys in two weeks for the next episode. So guys, stay tuned. Have a good week. Bye-bye.